confused. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And guys, again, sadly, John is busy, but we will get him back for a more in-depth episode of what we're going to cover today, which is Avatar The Last Airbender. So I know that show has been out for years and years and years at this point, uh, but that's something that both Mark and I enjoyed as kids and have rewatched it as adults. And just the the show is a knockout, like out of the park, 10 out of 10 for me. It has won awards that like only live action shows have won before. So this is something that's like near and dear to my heart. And it is, it's huge. And they're even building onto that universe now with uh, Avatar Studios. So real quick, before we get started here, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Something Super Podcast and on Twitter at SS Podcast 52. So Mark, I know you're like super excited to talk about Avatar. So hit me, like give me some of your first thoughts and feelings as a kid and then coming back and rewatching it as an adult. Like what are those feelings? So first off, this is a series I watch like once a year. Like it wasn't like I watched it when I was a kid and now I just rewatch it. It's like I constantly rewatch it. Top tier animation, top tier storylines, very mature for what for it's a very mature show that doesn't act like a very mature show. Sure. For me, like I like I said, I put it right up there with Batman, the animated series. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> I don't even care. Like, I, if you're offended, I don't care. It is that good of a show. Just the character development of everybody from Zuko, Aang, you have Toph, Katara, even Fire Lord Ozai, who's literally only technically in, like, one season, even has, like, a whole story arc and has character growth. It's shitty character growth, but it's character growth. And come on, who doesn't love anything that has Mark Hamill? Yes. Uh, so let me start by saying, like, first of all, Mark Hamill, phenomenal in everything he does. Like, I don't think I've seen a thing where I'm like, oh, Mark Hamill, you suck. No, he is just good. But outside of that, this show is something that it does not matter who you are as a person. It could be one of those things where you can relate at some point in time during the entire series. You absolutely can relate. And they have so many different types of characters and like the, the interactions between the characters and like the dichotomy that is going on. It really is such a, like an advanced show and like it was on Nickelodeon. So that right there blows my mind. But outside of all of that, it's something that, like you said, you can watch it every single year and it just doesn't get old. It is good every single time and you will find new things that you didn't realize before each watch through. I literally, when I watch it, I have like LED lights behind my TV. So when I watch book one, they're blue because it's water. Okay. When I watch book two, it's, I think, green. Earth. It's Earth. Well, there's only three books. I'm sorry. Yeah, there is no air because they're gone. Oof. Oof. Big oof. <laughs> yeah. Book two, it's green because it's Earth. Book three, I do orange for the fire. And like you said, like, it's relatable. Like, I know one big thing that I related to was, like, the one episode where Aang loses, like, towards the end, when Aang loses his bending. Like, I'm still waiting for mine. Right. Like, <laughs> my bending stopped, and I'm still waiting for it to come back. But Yeah, my yeah. knees stopped bending a couple of years ago, so I completely <laughs> understand that. 
<laughs> so, so I'm curious, Steve. <laughs> what who was your favorite? Like, if you had to pick one character from the entire series, whether it was based on their story arc, just their attitude, them as a character, who was your favorite? It's it is a tough question for me. So, like, I have two. Uh, I love Sokka and Zuko. Okay. Now I like Sokka because he is one of those characters that's like very childish in the beginning. He is sort of like the the man of the house, honestly, in the the Southern Water Tribe. And that's because like his father's away being like a war hero, so he you know plays that war hero kid. And throughout the three books, he masters every non bending style in all four nations. And I have like so much respect for that. He becomes the man that he, you know, pretended to be in book one. And technically he's an honorary Kyoshi warrior. Correct. And like that. So that's the, the that's like me just going and becoming a Jedi. Like I have no business being in that class, but I, I did it. Dude, he is. And that's why I love Sokka. Like he is such a good character. And again he that his character arc is one of my favorites i say that and i have two because sokka's is like a a character arc for good and obviously zuko becomes good but his started on the wrong side of the the tracks and zuko's a young kid but he's fueled by like rage and anger because of how his father treated him and how you know it's very similar to like if you look at harry potter like draco malfoy wasn't a bad kid his family just kind of like made him like that so zuko is trying to get back his you know honor that's like the the long-running joke in the avatar series like honor 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 everything and then he eventually (laughs) eventually by book three he teams up with team avatar and like becomes the firebending teacher to ang and takes down his father with the the gang you know as they so call it so he is a great character because his character arc goes from such deep, dark places where he wanted to kill the Avatar episode one to working alongside the Avatar and being friends as the new Fire Lord in the new, you know, what ends up being like a new Republic. Okay, I could see that. All right, what so, about you? So if I had to go with two characters, if I'll do two. Because number one for me was Toph. Okay. I just, I know she came in later on, but like immediately, like something about her, like she was this blind little girl that knew how to, that used like her earth bending to see, like she was spunky. Number one, the series disrespected her every chance it could get. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There is literally like a 10 minute YouTube video you can go out and look at. It's literally just Toph being disrespected for hours. Literally, like, they throw books at her. They fucking, like, they, like, wave to her. Like, they're like, oh, look at that. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I, I could see. But <clears throat> even her story, like, she starts off as, like, this rapscallion that's, like, she's just up to no good because she's bored. To where then she is eventually, like, she earns, so, like, she makes people, like, earn her respect. And I really mm-hmm. do like that. And, you know, at the end, like, she doesn't let any of her, like, disabilities or anything in hindsight, like, get her down. Like, she just overcomes everything. So, for me, 
being young, like you didn't see that in cartoons, not on a serious side. You would always see like the playful joking, like making fun of that kind of stuff. So for me, that was huge. Number two is honestly probably my second favorite animated character out of anything. No, you know, I'll go third. So number one is obviously Rafiki from The Lion King. Hands down favorite animated character. For me, number two was probably Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Number three, Uncle Iroh. Okay. Uncle Iroh, like he always started, like he didn't have like the same start as Zuko, but like he wasn't like dark like that. But he was on that mission, and I'm curious if he was there. Obviously, he was there, you know, to protect his nephew more emotionally than physically because Zuko was a tough kid. Like, and people forget that these are like 12 and 13 year old kids. They're not like, yes, they're children. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, I don't know. Iroh, I felt, was the father that Zuko always wanted, but never had. And, yeah. but, Uncle Iroh is like the father that everybody wants and doesn't have. <laughs> like literally Absolutely. at one point or another, like I'm pretty sure he has one-on-ones with like everybody in Team Avatar. And he's even part of the White Lotus. And that's all shit you don't even like think about. Then like his brother locks him up and he's in prison just getting fucking hulked out because he knows the uh, what the uh, comet's coming. So he's like, I know I'm going to be able to break out. So I'm just going to get beefy while I do it. Like, yeah. he always has words of wisdom, you know, his tea. I uh, just... He's a great character. I wish he was my grandfather. <laughs> I love my grandfather, but I wish he was one of them. No, I, I completely understand. He is one of those characters that, like, he is a force for good, even though, and, like, that goes to show you that he was born into the Fire Nation, which is the antagonist in the entire story, and he is one of the few that does not adhere to that like mindset just because he is part of the fire nation he does not mean he's evil right like, so I, I think that's huge and like you, you mentioned the white lotus the white lotus is essentially like the best benders from each nation coming together to be like a force for good so i mean we touched on the red lotus when you get into legend of Korra, and that's like the opposite of the white lotus and that Oh my god, we just need origin stories. I want to like a White Lotus origin. Like, how did they get started? How did they come to be? How did Uncle Iroh get roped into it? Like, I, I want it all. Give me that. Yeah, like when I like I always knew Iroh was like a good guy, but like not like a good guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I knew he wasn't like as bad as everybody else in the Fire Nation. Obviously, that's being like I'm generalizing here. Because you do meet, like, people from the Fire Nation that, like, aren't bad people. They're just part of that nation. And it's the same thing in real life. Like, uh, but I don't know. For me, like, this show, it was just so good. Like, everybody, everybody has a character arc. Azula has a character arc. Katara. Like, even, um, what you call it? Not Appa. uh, Momo. Momo. Even Momo, like they have an entire there. I think there's two episodes. One's like entirely dedicated to just Momo, and one's dedicated just to Appa. Like yes. they give their side characters an entire episode, and they don't even talk. They're just animals. It's like watching yep. Discovery Channel. Oh, it's hilarious. Momo like, has so much emotion, though. Like even though he doesn't talk, right? 
I, I love Momo. He's hilarious. And the fact that if you watch Legend of Korra, there's like an entire family of flying lemurs. So that you know, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but that show will hands down be one of my favorite animated shows for a long time. Like I know we usually talk about comics and superheroes and stuff like that on here, but that is one of those shows that it is timeless. Dude, I'm a straight nerd. I will I'm more than happy to branch out from everything. I'm, oh, absolutely. We are we are here to talk about that. Mark and I Ball uh, Z Gundam. Let's get some Zoids. Oh, I was just about to say Zoids, dude. That show was so before its time. If it was made today, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was great for back then, but like remake that shit today and do it right. Oh my god. I rewatched the first episode, like season one, episode one, like the pilot. Oh, yeah, give me like a fucking live action toys. That'll be bad as shit. That's what I'm saying. Michael Bay, you need a new project. Here you go. Yeah, it, it's kind of like Transformers, but not. Um, but yeah, dude, like I watched season one, episode one of that show, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is so much crazier than I remember it. Because again, like I watched it as a kid. <laughs> I kind of had like, I knew what Zoids were. I think I had like, I built a Zoid because I got it for Christmas or some shit, and it was awesome. Like, everyone loves the white liger, you know. So like I loved that concept. I, it's I want to like go on eBay right now and just buy a Zoid. Like I think Zoids and Bionicles. Oh, Bionicle was so like that was one of those things that the concept was so much cooler than I think the movies gave credit for. Like just the Bionicle made by Lego was so cool. I didn't know there was Bionicle movies. I just yeah, see all the people. <laughs> I just I, I mean I just like Bionicle like the characters like because they came and there's like there's like a tube. They had like a figure in it. All right. So, sorry, we're way off topic, guys. Our, yeah. The Mephisto train is off the tracks. So, <laughs> choo choo, motherfuckers. All right, Mark, here's the important question What bending would you choose? Like, which element do you associate with? That's tough. I feel like, honestly, I feel like I'd be like, I know everybody says firebender, but like, I really feel like I would, but not even for the fire, more for like the lightning. Okay. Because like, there's so much good that you can do with that shit. Like, oh, your car battery died? Zap. Oh, you need that generator recharged? Zap. Oh, my phone's dead? Zap. Like, oh, you need the, you know, there was a hurricane, an entire city doesn't have power. Here we go. Zap. All right. So conversely, I would choose water bending. Just want to be able to blood bend. I do want to be able to blood bend, and it becomes such a common thing in Legend of Korra. Like you don't even need a full moon for it anymore. Like that's big. That's huge. So it's like uh, it's like turned Saiyan. Like originally it was like we just need Frieza. Now it's like oh they're eating dinner. Yes, dude. <laughs> it is. It's so crazy. I know you said you haven't watched Legend of Korra yet, but like, give it, give it a go. You know, if you got some free time, just like pop a couple episodes on. It is fucking wild. But like, I, I think the main reason that I would choose water, like there's so many applications for that. Like there's healing. There's obviously the blood bending, which is like, you know, it's, it's kind of a dicey. I could heal you with fire. Sure. You never heard of cauterizing wounds? Yeah, you can definitely do that. I could like, you know, we don't have to cauterize a wound. I'll just fix you. <laughs> I could heat up your spa. 
Get that water right up the temperature, get that steam going. Exactly. So, I mean, for me, it's one of those things like there's a, I mean, so there's swamp benders in Avatar Last Airbender. Like there's a lot to the characterizations of like the, each of these elements, you know, it breaks down further. Like there's sub bending, like there's lava bending. If you're an earth bender, there's lightning bending. If you're a fire bender, there's blood bending. You're, if you're a water bender. I was just about to say, I'd actually probably go more earth bending only because like my, one of my favorite characters, Magneto. And if I learn how to metal bend, I could actually be Magneto. Dude. And that's like the coolest thing in the world. And I love the fact that Toph, who again you said is like one of your favorite characters, a disabled child created an entire new style of bending. <laughs> that like Out nobody else, boredom. yeah, they, they, like, nobody else thought to create. She was just like, I'm in a box. Oh, there's some some pieces of trace pieces of shit in metal. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna bend the earth inside this metal. Fuck you. What well, doesn't? What's his name technically know how to metal bend? I know she technically created it, but um, what was Aang's buddy's name? The old ass dude that was a nutcase. Boomy. Boomy. Doesn't Boomy technically know how to metal bend? Because isn't he like locked in the box or does he just break out of it? I forget. I think he just breaks. Like he's just a strong dude. Also, can we just like these guys haven't seen each other in a hundred years and the first thing he thinks to do is fight his best friend. <laughs> Like it is a fight on sight. Like they're just throwing hands the second they see each other, and I love it. Dude, I love like that's the other thing too. Like every side character, even like you got the cabbage guy. Oh my god, yes. Like for more listeners out there, if you have not watched the show, you simply have to watch it for the cabbage guy. Find a friend, find family who have watched it. Just mention the cabbage guy, and I guarantee it, they'll know exactly what you're freaking talking about. He is hysterical. He is that comic relief that if you're not going to force it with Sokka, because Sokka is a comic relief, you know, between like the cactus juice and the various, you know, situations he puts himself in. But like the cabbage guy, it does not matter where he is. Cabbage dude's getting his shit fucked up. His entire cat, all of his cabbages. And it's not even in like it's not even like he's on the same spot. He no. literally like travels the world and his shit keeps getting fucked up. Like oh, so, that's so funny. What did you think about like Azula? Because I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about her. Okay, so Azula is the character you love to hate. You are supposed to hate Azula, but then the fight with Katara when she kind of it's like not the Agni Kai, but like the basically a duel with Katara at the end. You feel bad for her. And right, it's for right. one reason and one reason only. Like she has a mental break. And it's not like, oh, it's like a normal mental break. Like she's just stressed out. Like her entire life has been in an attempt to like prove to her father that she is worthy enough to take over as the Fire Lord. Right. Like she and- straight up shuts out like Ty Lee and, uh, May. My May. Like she straight shuts them out and they were like her closest like people. Absolutely. And you see you watch her throughout the series go from like okay, she's a little crazy to like straight mentally unstable. And you feel bad because like she's doing it 
to show her father, like, I am good enough. I'm good. And like, I'm as good as the boys. I can do anything that, you know, anyone else can do. Like I deserve to be the next fire Lord. And she still, first of all, she still gets her ass handed to her. Like, let's start there. But second, there's so much pressure on a child. Like she is a kid who has so like, whether she puts the pressure on herself or not, she has those expectations from her father and her father uses that to sort of drive that wedge between her and her brother. And I always viewed Azula as like what Zuko was heading towards becoming. Oh, absolutely. If he didn't get banished, that definitely would have been him. Even if he didn't get banished, like just if he stayed on that path of, I need to kill the avatar. Like I feel he eventually would have gotten to that breaking point where he just snaps. Yes. But no, I mean, you, I, we always do ratings 15 out of 10. Oh, dude, it is like, like it goes beyond a rating scale. Like that show is fucking amazing. It, there is, I don't think that there's an episode in that show where I'm like, eh, it is what it is. It, there are episodes that make you laugh. There are episodes that make you think. There are fucking episodes that make you cry. I don't give a shit. It is fundamentally one of the greatest animated series ever. Uh, and I say that with like pure confidence. Yeah. No, like you can there's nothing, honestly, there's nothing bad that I can say about that show other than it should have been longer. Like we needed more. Give give me Avatar Ang and and fire lord zuko like give me give me i want what happened afterwards i want to see it oh absolutely i want (laughs) i want so much uh like i guess more in-depth episodes than we got obviously again it was like put out as a kid's show they were like 22 minute episodes with like you know uh commercials and shit from nickelodeon now, from what I've heard, Avatar Studios is coming out with a live action books one through three that are supposed to follow the main storyline. But they're like 45 minute episodes. So like realistically, like an hour long or you know, 50 minute episodes that are going to be more in depth. And that is something that I'm so excited for because they're kind of sticking to the, the bare bones of like what originally existed. But they're saying like, okay, you know, between this you know, travel point A and travel point B, all of this other shit happened that you didn't get to see that also built these characters into who they are. That's the shit I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and like as long as uh, M. Night Shyamalan stays away from that project, I'm really excited for it. And we're not just getting like... The thing that annoyed me the most in that movie... I'm telling you right now, look it up. There's one scene when you meet the Earthbenders, they do like a four minute choreographed dance and literally just like a pebble moves across the screen. <laughs> and it's so bad. I'm like, dude, like this is, these are the most proud people in the nations. Out of all the nations, the Earth are probably the most proud. And you're giving them like pebbles to work with. Like, yep. Uh, yeah, it but, is one of those. It's one of those things that, like, holy shit, the people that created this series are just masters of their craft. And the one big thing that I really liked 
was it's not just one of those shows where like don't get me wrong this is not me like shitting on dragon ball z or anything but like dragon ball z is very like punchy kicky there's like a storyline to it but it's it's fight sequence fight sequence fight sequence like build up right whereas this and i'm not like it's avoiding the fight well it, a it's, lot of the it's a avoiding the fight but I really like the fact that each bending style comes from like a specific, a very specific type of martial art. Right. So, you know, I, and I'm not even going to try to like guesstimate there. I, if I looked it up right now, I probably could figure it out, but like there are four very specific styles of martial arts that they chose and they did research on and they I like found which people. Which. They do it, one's Tai Chi. I think one's Kung Fu. One, I, I think is straight up karate. I think, firebending is might be just karate or something but yeah no i completely agree like they did the research they did the animation style is ridiculously good yes like it really it really does it, it's different i just can't praise the show enough i really can't yeah so if you haven't given it a watch and you have a good amount of free time please do Again, Mark and I just really can't say enough good about it. Uh, I wish John was here when we get like our deep dive into like books one, two, and three, and then eventually into Korra. It's like a mini series. John will be here so he can he can touch more on that. But I just I I want to go like rewatch it right now, like from <laughs> the beginning. Like I just talking about it makes me excited. Um, I went on box lunch the other day and I bought a. Uh, southern water tribe like t-shirt <laughs> I, I just i love the supporting those people like supporting avatar supporting avatar studios like it's one of those things that very much like the mcu or like the dceu it could go on forever there's a lot yeah. they could do with it because this is a made-up universe no one else world. has rights to it yeah star wars I mean, it goes on forever and you could choose time and and this that and the other. like it is just beautiful you go back and tell our parents when Star Wars first came out, hey, there's not only going to be six movies that continue this main story, there's also going to be spinoffs, there's going to be TV shows that aren't even about Luke Skywalker. Their heads would explode. Yep. Like, but, um, yeah, no, you, so you gave me something to watch, which is Legend of Korra, so I'm going to give you one. And, I, again, it's not really comic booky related or anything like that. I believe there is a manga too, but Yu Yu Hakusho, if you have not watched it. Okay, I haven't. So it's on YouTube. It's closer to a Dragon Ball Z, but okay. the storyline itself is really good. Okay. So I'll I won't lie, the first season's a little bit it's very direct, but like the first like 10 episodes, it's like the guy's learning to use his powers so they're very like campy episodes but once you actually start getting into the episodes oh it's so good yeah i will so i've again it's heard on of it. hulu okay uh, i have hulu so it's on hulu because i would love to do a, episodes about that and even if it's just like the first one or two seasons like okay the, the second season is probably the best season there's like it's essentially take like you know Dragon Ball Z how Dragon Ball used to do like the martial arts tournament portion of the season yeah that's pretty much it like that's the whole second season it's like a team tournament like it's it's I'll talk more off but oh my god 
It's so good. So good. But as far as Avatar, man, I mean, the only thing I hate about Avatar is that I can't go back and watch it again for the first time. Yes. Uh, and that's one of those things, like, if you haven't watched it, you're kind of lucky. But yeah, like, get, get that first way. <laughs> Do not shame our listeners, Mark. We're gonna we lost DC and we lost Marvel sponsorships <laughs> the last episode. <laughs> I'm not losing listeners now. God damn it. <laughs> no, we love you guys. Shout out to our peeps in Bermuda that we just added recently as yes. well. Yes. Guys, I mean, we couldn't be more happy and excited for where this is going. Please just keep showing us your support and yeah. You know, we appreciate all y'all. Yes, so much. Thank all of you for just, I mean, listening, supporting, giving us, you know, shout outs online. Like we very much appreciate you guys. We're going to try to interact with you more. Uh, you know, when we started this whole thing, we didn't really know the direction we were going to go in. And I mean, we're we're pleased to see that we've been steadily building an audience. You know, we're not, shooting to the moon overnight but we're doing what we can to uh to be the best that we can be yeah i mean that's pretty much all i got unless there was anything else you want to add obviously like you said we're going to dive much much deeper into detail of the uh, avatar universe but for now i mean like you said i'm i'm ready probably just gonna go rewatch it now yeah i really <laughs> like let's be honest <laughs> yes uh <laughs> i really need to do that honestly um but yes all right so last but not least give us a, a like or a follow on facebook and instagram at something super podcast at ss podcast 52 on twitter and then we are on all of your major streaming apps share us with a friend or a family member we would love to expand our listener base and please interact with us we would love to hear what you guys have to think and say and give us some suggestions on things to watch if you haven't picked up anything new to watch from listening to us. Last but not least, I'm Steve. I'm Mark. And we'll catch you guys next week.